friends, you're wa- you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> I was just about to say you're watching Disney Channel. I'm Jen Gregorio, and you're watching Disney Channel. Do 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 do. I don't remember how the song goes. <laughs> definitely not that. It's definitely not that. The word I like to use is extra. Do you know her sign? I would drink today. I look think I'm kind of psychic. It's like, am I psychic or am I an empath? Long distance friendships, social media. Are we going to like each other? Like, what's this going to be? Hi, friends. You were listening to No Filter Friendship with Jen and Haley. I'm Jen Gregorio. And I'm Haley McNutt. And together, we're two friends who talk too much. Every time I forget it. Still don't really know our own intro. (laughs) We've been doing this for like two and a half years. Two and and a half years. Not sure about that intro. Every time. It's like it's like it's testing us. Am I okay? Are any of us okay? Is the real question. No, I'm certainly not. No, we're not okay. okay. We're not okay. Um, Haley, how are you? What's going on? I feel like it's it's been so long. It's been so long. It has. We haven't done like a good healthy catch up in a minute. Um, I'm okay. I am feeling a little bit like tired and dreary on this not so bright and sunny Sunday. Um, but that's okay because we sprang forward. So now we have <laughs> light later in the day, which light. is apparently what people like. I don't know. Can't relate, but I'm, I'm yeah. happy for everyone. <laughs> I'm happy for everyone who isn't me. I'm happy for um, everyone oh, else. <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you that um, my family, I, people that text me about this podcast are my mm. family. Yep. And <laughs> they, and by fam- my family specifically, I mean my mom and my older sister. Mm-hmm. And both of them were very impressed with our episode last, the last episode that we put oh. out about the, the, the divorce episode. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were very impressed with your vulnerability, wow. and so I wanted to pass that along publicly oh my to you because I am too. Oh, it's not guys. an easy topic, and no. I just think you spoke about it very eloquently. So good job! Oh my God, wow, thanks, wow. <laughs> Look at me, I'm like a divorce influencer now. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's that would be sad. That I, that would mean I have to keep getting married. Like that's a lot. Um, that's a lot. That that's would be exhausting. That would be exhausting. <laughs> and expensive. Um, and expensive. Although I would come to every single one and I would have a great time. And we and would. And I have experience <laughs> officiating weddings now so I can officiate your next oh, few weddings. So maybe before we you just keep it on the cheap, cheap and you just start cheap, marrying cheap. me to people. I'm a free, I'm a free officiant. I don't know legally if I'm allowed to do it in other states, but Texas didn't give uh. a fuck. <laughs> I, I called think Texas the county. Rarely does. <laughs> I, true, unless it's about women's bodies. Uh, um, tea, I, gave, I called the clerk's office and I was like, "Hey, I'm officiating a wedding. Like, what do I have to do? Do I need to like get something or whatever?" Because I got a, I got like ordained on right, the Universal right. Life Church, right? And the woman was like, "You just have to sign their marriage certificate." And I was like, "Incredible!" So just, so I just need to be a living, breathing human. She was like, "Yep." Yeah. Wow. So Texas continues to be wild. Um, 
Texas continues to really just be out here doing anything. Literally anything. Literally anything. Wow, that's wild. Like, live free or die is the New Hampshire motto, but I think maybe it should be the Texas motto. Except it's not live free. It's just die. Because they don't want women to be free at all. It's live free if you're a white man. (laughs) Wow. Everybody else die. That's the Texas motto. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Well. So what's going on? (laughs) Um, Not much. I did want to tell you, though, about my experience doing cornhole. Ooh. Um, I mentioned it on a previous episode, but when when we were were talking about hobbies. Yes. When we were talking about enrichment activities for adults. Um, that episode, I mentioned how there are like social rec leagues that you can join yes. in most major cities. And there's one in Baltimore called Volo. And I signed up to do ski ball, actually. Or no, not ski ball. I signed up to do um, shuffleboard with my friend Cute. Meg. But then not enough people signed up. So they instead put us in cornhole, which is honestly <laughs> fine because cornhole is also low impact. I don't really have to like mm-hmm. do much. Um, yes. And I mean, it's like not a bad thing, I guess, to be better at cornhole. Um, And I am actually definitely getting better. Fun fact. If anybody wants to play me in cornhole, I am much better now than I used to be. So that's kind of fun. Um, But yeah, I I joined. It's been three weeks. uh, So it hasn't been super long. But my friend Meg and I signed up together, just the two of us. So we had like two random people added to our team who signed up Mm. by themselves. And I'm not going to lie, we were nervous uh, because we were like, somebody who signs up for Volo alone? Like, what's that about? Do they not have friends? Like- but I feel like that that is classic. Like, I, I feel mean, like... Yes. I feel like um, Volo or whatever it's called in Whatever every social, city, yeah. Like, I feel like social clubs are a great way for people to make friends. Yeah. So like new it's like people kind of the point. that are <laughs> right. So like people moving to the city like would sign up f- with no friends. Like that makes sense to yeah. me actually. No, it does make sense. But we also were like I don't know. I guess because we know so many people who have done Volo for so many years, they now mm. have like a whole ton of friends that they've made from it. So we were like expecting everybody to kind of be like that. Mm. Um, But I will say too, I think that because we signed up in like the winter time when it's kind of like the off season for Volo, I think that also meant that there were just Uh. people joining at random because maybe their other friends weren't doing like leagues for that time period. Um, So yeah, anyway, we learned a lot uh, as soon as we joined. (laughs) I'll put it that way. Meg and I went to the first night being like, what the fuck is happening? But everybody was so nice. Like, even the people we were playing against were so nice. Not that many weird people were there. It was like, honestly, a bunch of people who were very similar to us. Like, young. Normal. We love to see. They actually ask you when you sign up, they say like, why are you signing up? And one of mm. like there are four options. There's like, I want to be active. I want to meet friends. I like want to try something new. Or like I think the third, fourth option is like I don't know, just for fun or other or something mm. like that. So they do ask like they want to know like what's your vibe? What are you looking to yeah. do here? Um, and honestly, like I mean, this sounds this sounds really conceited, but. I signed up for Volo not... I wasn't trying to make friends. I thought that might happen, and I was, like, not against that idea. But, like, I have 
plenty of friends already. Yeah. So that right. was not like a goal of mine. Um, but your goal was to just like go and have fun. Yeah. And like do it with my friend Meg. Like mm-hmm. it was honestly like I felt like I was getting the most out of it, like in terms of just my friendship with Meg and being able to spend that time. Right. With her. So you were doing it to to expand your friendship with Meg specifically. Yeah, pretty much. That makes sense. No, that makes sense. And also because everybody's done it and I felt like kind of out of the loop that I never had. FOMO. A little bit. A little bit. Um, But I will say, oh my God, the two guys that were randomly added to our team are both so nice. They were not weird at all. (laughs) Love that about them. (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised. I do feel like it's interesting though, just being in an environment like this that's so focused on people meeting new people, if that Mm, makes sense. Not even necessarily making new friends, but just meeting new people who you don't normally interact with. Mm -hmm. There are not a lot of places where we do that as adults. Did it feel, does it feel like forced at all? I would say no. I would say that for at least in my experience with the people I spoke to, it did not feel forced. It felt very much like you can take or leave as much as you'd Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know. I mean, there are other activities that Volo also puts on. Like, they put on, like, speed dating things and also, like, happy Mm -hmm. hours and stuff that are really just about, like, meeting people. And I haven't gone to those yet, so I guess I can't speak to what that environment Mm -hmm. is like. But I just feel like being put in a room full of people who like truly the only thing you have in common is that you live somewhat near the same area. Oh, that's so interesting. And you're interested in spending every Tuesday for six weeks playing cornhole. Like those are the Mm. only things that you necessarily have in common is weird. It's just, (laughs) it's just weird. It's just an environment for like learning about people that you would otherwise probably never come across. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about it because I do feel like people come in with this mindset of like, I want to make friends, but also like that we're all coming from different places in terms of how we make friends or what kinds of friends we're looking to make. Mm. Like I came in not really necessarily looking to make any new friends. Like, Right. Like, I wouldn't say no, but I wasn't, like, trying to do that. And there are other people who clearly are coming in, like, these are people who I want to hang out with. I want to make plans with them outside of Cornhole. I want to get to know them. I want to, like, you know, whatever, latch on to Mm -hmm. these people a little bit more. And it's, like, very different dynamic than if you were in literally any other social situation. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I guess because, like, I'm thinking a party, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you're at a party... Like, I went to a birthday party yesterday at a park. I didn't know anybody except the birthday girl. And at least when I got there, mm-hmm. we had that girl in common, right? right? So I, like, my question to everybody was like, oh, how do you know Amy? Right. And that's like the easiest like thing. When you're but at I a feel wedding. like, right, when you're at a wedding, like, how do you know the bride or groom, right? Yeah. Or like, a, any sort of party or or if you're you know we joined an acapella group right we have singing in common or like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. we like music and whatever right but like this doesn't have that yeah exactly not even everybody there is good at cornhole like i'm actually quite bad so we yeah, don't even have that in no common. offense respectfully oh. <laughs> what the fuck 
Ted. I'm also so bad at cornhole. The listeners don't need to know that I have poor hand-eye coordination. Damn. <laughs> How rude. Sowie. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like, what do you guys talk about? Well, the first time that we all met, we just talked about, like, getting to know each other type shit. So it was like, where are you right. from? You How long do? have you been here? Not surprisingly, a lot of people moved here as adults to the Baltimore mm. area. Some very recently. Some a few years ago. Some people had done Volo a whole ton. Some people, it was their first time. So that was also interesting. Because I was like, you've people- done Volo a bunch, but where are your Volo friends? Why aren't they here? Well, well my question was going to be... <laughs> If people have done Volo so much, like, why do they keep coming back? Like, what are they doing it for? Are they doing it because it continues to be fun to, like, just meet new people and just, like, have that? Or Yeah, that seems to be the consensus, I guess. I mean, I'm so, sure it's like, different for everyone. So, okay, so do they, like, they go to these Volo things, like uh-huh. Cornhole or whatever, and uh-huh. they just, like have fun with those people there and then they leave and they never talk to them again? Well, see, that's what I was trying to figure out because... I, again, did not come to make friends. Right. <laughs> I sound like a contestant on I'm the I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> so, like, I'm here for Zach. <laughs> I'm here to th- toss some bags in some holes. That's what I'm here for. No, I, I like, I genuinely did not come to make friends. I, yeah. again, would have been totally fine with that happening. But, like, that was not the goal. So, like, I kind of thought I was going to play cornhole Meg and I would have a great time together. And then, yeah, I would probably never see these people again. (laughs) Right. And like, honestly, very shortly after we started it, I was like, oh, no, I do want to be friends with these people. Like, it was very quick that I was able to be like, no, they're really cool. And like, I actually do really want to like hang Mm -hmm. out with them outside of just doing cornhole together. Right. Um, But from what I have heard from some other people, and I definitely can't speak to everybody's experience, but like my teammate James, he's been doing Volo for like three years. He loves it. He has a ton of friends from other Volo leagues that he's done. And he's done all different sports too, but he had an injury that he was recovering from, so he wasn't able to do those sports recently. Um, And I guess his other friends like he still sees them and they still hang out regularly but they just don't necessarily have like a league that they do together all the time right so he continues to do it because he just loves to meet new people and make new friends and also i think it's nice just to have this as part of your social calendar like on tuesdays Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be doing cornhole right that's what i have yeah right i love that it's very interesting so I was talking to my therapist the other day, actually, about how I can't stop making friends. This is so stupid. It sounds so dumb to say out loud. <laughs> but I was, I've, I've come to the realization recently, and I know that, like, we talk a lot about no new friends is, like, not a good concept, and, like, you should always be open to new friends, and, yeah. like, blah, 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 blah. Because you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to meet. And I stand by that. Like, I don't think that I'm ever going to go to an event or a party or something and, like, not, like, talk to people and, like, be friendly Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe get numbers or Instagrams or whatever, right? My problem that I found is when I make those new friends, I don't know, like, where to put them. Like, on my list or, like, my tiers. Like, how to prioritize them, you mean? Yeah. Like, I just, like, immediately prioritize everybody. (laughs) Which Mm. is, like, a me problem that I'm working on. Mm. 
that's on me. But I, but I, I don't know. Like, do you ever feel like that where I feel like I prioritize too many people and then I can't prioritize the people that I need to be prioritizing? Does that make sense? Mm. I sometimes do have moments where I'm like, is it too much? Right. Um, but I will say, I, fi- I think the way that I've always imagined our, like, yes, new friends motto was more mm-hmm. of, like, a mindset than an actual practice, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not out here actively seeking to make deep, in-depth friendships with every new person that I meet and I don't hate. You know what I mean? It's more like when I meet them, I'm not going to be a fucking bitch to them. And I'm going to be, like, friendly and open to it so that if they show me the same kind of energy, I can be like, oh, yeah, and reciprocate. Right. So, So, like, yesterday, I went to a birthday party and I met this girl, Katie, who's really cool. mm -hmm. And... We were chatting and like we got each other's numbers and Instagram, whatever. But like, I don't know if I'm (laughs) gonna see her again. See her again? (laughs) Why does it feel like I'm talking about dating? But (laughs) I was just gonna say, honestly, I like. I mean, I guess it kind of is like dating, right? Like Like, fuckboy energy. Like you'll flirt. Oh no! Am I a friend, fuckboy? Well, I don't know if you are no. because you do genuinely have an interest in these people. It's not like you're just like fucking with them. Right. So you're like fuck. A fuckboy with a heart. <laughs> I hate just, that. You just want to love everyone. <laughs> I'm a friendship fuckboy. <gasps> no. I, I think that might be too harsh of a moniker for that you. That might be but too I hard, do. but that is a really funny metaphor, actually. It's kind of well, and actually, when you were saying earlier, like, I don't know how to prioritize, I was like, this reminds me of dating because I actually think that allowing, having to sit and be like, does a man usually deserve my time and or energy in this instance? Mm. Most of the time, the answer is no. Right. And that check-in that mental check-in that I have with myself actually has helped me do the same with my friendships and be like yeah does this friend deserve my time my energy like there's some people who I love so 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 much but if they never put in the time or energy with me like Mm -hmm. why am I continuing to constantly put it in with them T. And I would say the same That's, thing to anybody who also dates men. <laughs> like, if, yeah. if you're having that happen with a man, I would tell you to be out of there so fucking fast. So why wouldn't right. I do the same thing if I feel with like I'm missing that in a friendship? Yeah. Oh, that's so smart, Haley. Fuck. <laughs> you're right. Um, you really got to ask yourself these hard questions, though, when you're, like, looking for romantic interests. You're How, how many fucking times... Have you, like, met somebody and been, like, they're really cute, but they never want to fucking text you or they never mm. want to make plans. They're never, like, I, I And hate, therefore, I'm out. <laughs> right. And, like, I hate the stupid trend of, like, if he wanted to, he would, because I don't think that's necessarily but, always 100% accurate. But 
If, if he, he wanted to, he would. And not even like if he wanted to be with you, he would bend over backwards and like buy you flowers every day. But like if he I had can buy any flowers. Correct. Sorry. Thank you <laughs> to Miley, our girl. Happy, Mi- happy like, Miley weekend, by the way. True. To all who happy, celebrate. Happy Miley weekend to everybody who observes. Um but like I do <laughs> Us, think clearly. if he had even a the an iota of interest, mm-hmm. he would put in an iota of effort. Effort. T. <laughs> so that's fucking T, dude. Like I just, I just feel like it's the same for friendships. Like if they're putting yeah. in no effort, then I'm, I'm not gonna put it. I'm not gonna bend over backwards unless there's somebody who mm-hmm. I like, love and adore, and I know why they can't put in effort at that time. Right. But well, like, obviously, they're think, established. Well, and I think also like it goes both ways, right? If if I see somebody putting in an effort with me. I feel like if I want to put an effort with them, I need to. Yeah. Right? Like, the, for example, the birthday party I went to yesterday, it was, like, in the park. It was very low-key. But, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to go or not mm-hmm. because I'm not that close to this girl. Yeah. But she has committed – or she told me that she's going to come to my birthday in June. Oh, nice. Which – I, you know, I've already planned it. Yeah, see you there. Yeah, you will. You'll meet her. She's cool. But I was like, okay, she's coming to my birthday, which like, yeah, yes to everybody asking. I have planned my birthday party for June in March. It's my 30th. Fuck off. Um, (laughs) But I was like, since she's already confirming to that, like, I feel like I should at least make an effort, you know, and go to her birthday. So it was the flip side of that of... Which is maybe what I do too much. I don't know. But, like, I feel like I need to put in the effort if other people are putting in effort, you know? Yeah. I think if, I think really what you need to practice for yourself, Jen, is, like, evaluating how much effort is worthy of how much, like, reciprocation on your end. Right. I, I think you probably have a lot of people who, yeah, put in, like, what I think some people would see as being, like, the the base level, you know, mm-hmm. like the basic subscription, they're totally. doing the bare minimum. Yep. And you being like an overly generous and loving and like just caring, like you're a very compassionate person. Mm-hmm. So like if you see somebody putting in even the tiniest bit of effort, you're like, oh my God, I could do the same. But your base level is their like souped up elite package. Oh. And like... <laughs> Maybe you should just do a little less in that instance. Hey, Haley, um, I would love it if you would stop screaming at me. (laughs) That'd be so awesome. (laughs) I really, I didn't intend to come in here and go for the jugular. Um, Should I just fire Becca, my therapist, and hire you full time? No, no, we need Becca. We love Becca. No, we love Becca. Dude, she said the smartest thing uh, this week, because, again, we were talking about friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, And she asked me, um, so I was telling her, so my older sister, Rachel, and my brother-in-law came to visit me last weekend, which was so fun. And... I was telling her about how, like, me and Rachel, Jake went out one night with some with um, some of his friends that were also here. Oh, nice! And um, so you had girls' time. So we had girls' night. We did Yay. a hot girl walk and oh, like went fun. in the hot tub. It was fun. Oh. And wow. I felt like we were. We don't usually we don't get a lot of that like one on one time anymore because she's married, yeah. and and we love Jake and like he's yeah. the best. But it was nice to have one on one time and like we were 
I don't know. It was just like, I felt like we got more vulnerable than like we have before and like mm. talked about feelings and shit. Wow. Gross. <laughs> really disgusting stuff. Not but I was telling Becca about it. Yeah. Ew. Um, <laughs> but Becca was like, well, who else do you feel like you can be vulnerable with besides your sisters? Because like, obviously I, I like, I feel yeah. like I can be vulnerable with both of them. Of course. And the list was really short. Honestly, really? like it was not a long list. I it was one hand. Wow. It was a one-handed list. That's actually crazy. And I know. And and I think that my level of vulnerability is maybe different than other people's because I do feel like as what an some people would, yeah. As an oversharer, I think what some people would think that. is being vulnerable, I don't feel like is vulnerability. Yeah. And so, like, for when I actually feel vulnerable, like, I felt vulnerable talking to Rachel last weekend, like, being uncomfortable sharing things, like, that doesn't happen to me very often. Mm. And I don't think that I'm that comfortable doing that with very many people. Yeah. And Becca was like, well, I think, like, the easiest way to think about it is that those people that you can be vulnerable with and feel comfortable sharing those things with are your inner circle. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's that's and I was like, damn Becca, that's the fucking thesis. Like <laughs> that is so accurate. Like yeah. it really do be like that. Like I I don't know why <clears throat> in my brain I never thought about it like that before, but it's like the people that you feel like you can be so like raw. share like any feeling with and raw and and be comfortable and not like they're gonna judge you or or not even like they're not gonna judge you but they're gonna judge you but still love you yeah <laughs> I guess yeah is the inner circle and I was like okay say less yeah dude literally so th- it was kind of eye-opening for me to be honest that's interesting I do feel like I've asked myself that so many times because I also like sometimes will be like what well is this person as important as this other person not that like it's and i like don't like think we should compare people obviously because that's not really fair to anyone but yeah it's hard not to sometimes like when we talked about our tiers of friendship i feel like i definitely had to be like well if this person's in my second tier then wouldn't this person also be because i told them the same stuff etc yes but that but like it is different the the trust feels different with a person who you know is going to love you unconditionally. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you feel safe. And and also that they're going to want to hear that stuff. Mm, Like I feel like I have a lot of, that they care enough to hear it and like Mm. ask the questions to like get more out of me. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of my friends have that or do that. And that doesn't mean I don't love them. Like, I still love all of them. But, like, I just don't think that I'm as open with everyone. That is really interesting. Are you saying that most of your friends don't interrogate you about your thoughts and feelings? Correct. (laughs) That's correct. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is that weird to do? Because I feel like I do that all the time. You do do that a lot. With (laughs) everyone. Yes. No, not all of my friends do that. That's so interesting yeah. to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm a nosy bitch. I need to know everything. You're like, literally could not be me. <laughs> well, I also like, obviously it comes from a place of love. And I feel like, similarly. I only ask because like, I want to help and I no, want to like, be No, me too. And I, yeah. I want to know and I want to like understand things. So, yeah. I, so I also feel similarly. Like, I don't think that I'm, I feel like I ask a lot mm-hmm. more than I'm asked. Yeah. About, about like that stuff, you know? How you feel and yeah, what's, what's really How going on deep down. Feel. Oh my God. I feel, I feel vulnerable and I don't like it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's change the subject. <laughs> I, that's so Boo interesting. feelings. Wait, before, I, no, we can't change the subject yet because I actually have okay, fine. another thought. But I, because well, I, not to like make this all about me, because it's not, but <laughs> I, I feel like it kind of actually does tie back into what we discussed in our last episode about the divorce, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm has occurred the d word the the d the big d not the good d not not a good one a bad one um anyway the bad d like part of like going through a very serious um breakup event severing of ties yeah not not even just an event but specifically the ending of a very close relationship that you had for a long Mm. time Part of that, for me at least, was also having to sit there and be like, who does love me? And Mm. who do I love unconditionally? And like, do I even have the kind of like love and care and support that I need or want outside of this person who I've been with for Mm. very many years? And that was like that's like a hard thing to ask yourself obviously um and think about because it's kind of like spooky like what if the answer is no like oh my god Mm -hmm. there isn't anyone else that's a terrifying thought um but like luckily for me you know it was easy to be like i I know somebody else loves me i i know because Mm -hmm. i've got like easy i've got heather heather Mm -hmm. loves me unconditionally I could tell her crazy things that are happening in my head. She's not going to say no. And so I would just say like, I'm good. I I know I can definitely count Mm -hmm. on one and I'm sure there's more. I don't have to think about this anymore. Right. And I would kind of like retreat from the thought. (laughs) But actually it's crazy that you mentioned this today too, because I was actually journaling earlier and one of the, like I, whenever I journal, I always go back and read some of my old entries because I'm a masochist. And I went back to read one of my old Dude, entries. Dude, I never read my previous journal entries. Oh, I don't even think I could read them because my handwriting is so that's bad. That's what a smart person should do. Mm-hmm. Um, like the I, thoughts however, get out of my brain and I don't need to put them back in. They're out. They're girl, gone. But literally, I will say literally. though, <laughs> I will say though, it's there's something really like satisfying about seeing the transformation because mm-hmm. one of the things that I had written in one of my previous entries from earlier I guess probably last year sometime was me being like, what if I never like find somebody who loves me the way that I was loved by Steven? And what if I never love anyone the way that I loved him? And I was like really scared of that possibility. Like I was like, that would be the worst thing ever if that happened to me. And when I read that today, I was like, whoa, 
that's crazy that I thought that that might be the case. Because, <laughs> like, I would never, I would never right. worry right. about that now. And yeah. I don't the know. Growth. It's just, like, it's just like mind-blowing, though, dude. It's mind-blowing to see, like, how... But it's not even just growth because, honestly, not that much changed between my closest friendships. It was just me having the ability to recognize that No, it's an internal. it's internal growth, I mean... I mean, yeah, it's internal. But like, but yeah, but like, it's like I when I was going through all of this, I didn't have the ability to see like really what I already had. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that makes sense. Like I had a lot going on, but now I am so much more aware of it. And it is so comforting, like to know that I have people like you said who i'm like can be Mm -hmm. completely emotionally vulnerable with who can be completely vulnerable with me i will never stop loving them no matter what they say or do probably for the most part i don't really want to (laughs) test that theory but like (laughs) we don't even test that we don't even test that yeah fine yeah um Maybe not murder. I don't know. TBD. But I... Have you finished season four of You? Side note. Oh, I haven't finished it. I have two episodes mm. left. I'm going to need you to finish it. I have two I'm episodes left. It. Just saying. Text I totally called later. it. But... Dude, I did not. I did. I I'm literally was ta- saying... After like the We're second episode, have to I was like, this, after. this is going to be one of these things. Anyway, whatever. No, whatever. dude. Whatever. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we have to talk about it later. <laughs> not relevant. <laughs> not relevant. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I agree. I think so. Not Becca's murder, a maybe, but yes, but so, I agree. You know, not murder, but um, other things they could do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, my therapist is brilliant, and yeah, that's that. Does. I love that's it. The thesis. That's the thesis. <sighs> I love that. Yeah. Hopefully, that's helpful for people who like listen to our tears of friendship episode, and we're like, yeah. Um. Ooh, I don't know. I can't. I don't know who's in my top tier or whatever. Right. Maybe this is a good way to start thinking about it and like re I think it is, honestly. Like, and honestly, like, I would put, I almost feel like it's not necessarily all or nothing, right? Like, I don't know if it's, I can be completely vulnerable or I could be 0% vulnerable or if it's like, that's what the tears are, you know? Like, mm. how close are you with somebody is based on how safe you feel with them to share like so much of you. Mm-hmm. So like the less vulnerable you feel like you can be, the more surface level you feel like you need to be, the further out they are. And the more yeah. vulnerable and less surface level you feel like you need to be, the closer they are. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, man. I got to revisit my spreadsheet now. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned so much. We've learned, We've learned so, so much. So much. We've learned so much. That's well, because, like, crazy. one of the people that I had said I felt the most safe with, like, I don't, I I don't even think I had put them in my top tier. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. I know, when I had originally done it, just because, like, we don't talk that often. But when we do talk, I just feel so close to them. Wow. Yeah, like, the bond so, is there, even if yeah. it's not always being utilized. Exactly, exactly. Mm, so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's that. That's the situation. 
I like that. That's a good update. Yeah. I'm appre- I appreciate Becca's thoughts, and I appreciate you sharing them with us here. I literally was like, Becca, I'm going to say this on my podcast this week. And she said, like, okay. <laughs> she was like, cool, sounds good. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So. Yes. Should we discuss potentially wrapping up some uh, Austin Diaries feels. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Not to be confused with The Princess Diaries, uh, which is an incredible film. Series. It's like, what's better, The Princess Diaries or Austin Diaries? We all know it's The Princess Diaries, yeah, but it's I fine. Mean- <laughs> okay, that's fine. No, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. But when the they Austin make Diaries a movie are- about this podcast called The Austin Diaries, mm. then you somebody even better than Anne Hathaway will play you. Probably. <gasps> Who's better than Anne Hathaway? Yeah, I don't know. A lot Actually, of people. as I'm saying that, I'm not sure who that would be. I don't know. Re- have you seen her recently? Because she's kind of killing it. That's so true. We do love Anne Hathaway. We stand Anne we Hathaway. We stand Anne. We're stands. If you had somebody, <laughs> if you could pick somebody to play you in a movie, who would it be? I mean, I used to always say Anna Kendrick because that seems like the obvious choice given that we are so similar. Yeah, but But, she's so much more annoying than you are. Well, I was going to say, she's like notoriously supposed to not be great as a human. So I don't don't know if I would pick her actually now. Um, She was my go-to answer. But now, I don't know. I always used to have an affinity for Claire Danes too because she also has a big schnoz like me. Mm. But... I don't know. Claire Danes is obviously significantly older than me and also I like know. way cooler. I always, I always said Amy Poehler. That's like my go-to, which like That's kind of feels one. like a cop-out because we went to the same high school. Yeah. And we grew up a in the same bit. town. But a like, bit. But like, doesn't that make us connected? Mm, somehow. And she's, <laughs> and like, we're both funny. I don't know. She's way funnier than me, obviously, but like... We're basically the same person. <laughs> we're we're both from Burlington and we're both kind of funny. She's funnier than me, but like that basically means that yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. Checks out. I feel like Mindy Kaling would be good too. Mm, Mindy Kaling would be a good one for me too, I feel. She's just I feel like her like her character in the Mindy project mm. I really identify with. Oh, interesting. Know? See, I really identify with Kelly Kapoor, which is That checks out. No, that checks out. Especially worrisome. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We were just talking about this at The Office, actually. We were like, I somebody was saying how much they love The Office, the show, and I was like, who do you identify with the most, and who's your favorite character? Because I feel like they often are, are different, different and I mm-hmm. want to know both, but my favorite character and the person I identify with the most are both Kelly Kapoor. <laughs> so. I don't telling. think I know the answer to either of those things. Hmm. Dude, I think I unfortunately identify the most with um, Andy. Oh, Charles. <laughs> oh, no. There have been many times where I've been like, oops, Andy and I are the same person. So I do understand. Am I wrong? When he dressed up as George Michael for Halloween and was like, oh, my God, what if they asked me to come up and sing the, my old solo for Faith? That would be like, crazy. <laughs> embarrassingly, like, that's, that's us. <laughs> embarrassingly, that's us. Oh, um, man. Anyway. <laughs> So here's the Austin Diaries update. Yeah, getting back on track. 
The update is that I... This is... I I am still, like, struggling to say it, but I am moving back to Boston Woo! this fall. Hey, yo. I think. Pro- probably. <laughs> probably moving back to Boston this fall. Well, like, fall. TBD on the um, timing, right? Like, that's the TBD on that's timing. TBD on, like, everything, oh really. Um, <laughs> I'm Except really being a pussy about it. right? Like, you know it's going to be Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, there's nowhere else I'm going to move. Yeah. Um, so the the update on the Austin Diaries is that I love Austin. It's been mm-hmm. so great, and it, it's an going to continue to be great there. for. I have made an amazing community here. I feel like I have a lot of good friends here that I will continue to come visit, and they will visit me in Boston. Um, I just miss my. I miss my family. Yeah. I miss the MBTA, which is something I never thought I'd say. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't say yep. it too loudly because then they'll stop working on it. They'll be I, like, we did it. We did it. Jen misses us. We miss. Jen Gregorio misses us. We're One fine then. person gives a fuck. Yeah. Wow. We're good. Okay. I mean, there's just no public transportation here. And yeah. I really do like driving places. Um, yeah. But. But I miss, nice. like, the option of not. Yeah, it's nice having that public transit, baby. I miss and it all the time. Dude, living in Texas is so weird. Yeah. Just, like, in general, being in the state as a mm. woman is tough. Yeah. And as a woman who is, like, a big ally for the LGBTQ plus community, it feels really weird. So, you know, there are a lot of reasons to... Yeah. Go. I will say that, like, I think there's a lot of people. I think the thing that I will miss the most, and I think I said this about moving from Boston, the thing that I missed the most about Boston was the people, and the thing that I will miss the most here is also the people. So, mm. it's I feel like interesting. that makes so much sense. Based off of, like, your values, that makes so yeah. much sense. I mean, I know people that are like, I like this place because it's, you know, I have a friend who who lives in San Diego, and she's like, I love San Diego because of the water and the la, 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 la. And I'm like, okay, but, like, how are the people? Like, <laughs> do you feel, you know, like, do you feel like yeah. they're your people? Not that the people that are here are not my people. I think, I think I've found more of my people here, but, um, you know, it's just not, it's not my fam. It's, it's not, not the Gregorio the clan. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. And, like. I know that I'm going to end back up there, you know, and I'm like turning 30 and like, why prolong it? You know? So Mm. it's also one of those things where like, you were never under the impression that you were going to be in Austin for forever. And you also totally like you always like even the things that you just mentioned as being like concerns and reasons why you don't love it there. You knew all those things beforehand going into like, none of this is new. It's just like you wanted to give this, a shot to have this experience and this opportunity. And I had it. With all of that in mind. And now you're like, okay, I did it. Right. I did it. I lived somewhere new. I'm ready for the next part. Right. I'm ready to get back to the north. The north. Where there's Duncan on every corner. Uh, Yeah, girl. (laughs) I don't know how how you've been living. (laughs) One of my friends uh, in in Austin, she's from Massachusetts also, Mm -hmm. and she works at SVB, unfortunately. And on Friday, Silicon Valley Bank. Oh. 
Maybe. Are you familiar with the SVP drama that happened last week? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she, I texted her on Friday and I was like, are you good? Like, do you still have a job? What's going on here? (laughs) And she was like, Jen, all I want is Dunkin' Donuts right now. (laughs) She was like, it's my comfort. I want to bathe in their cold brew. And I was like, girl, I know. I I know. Um, I got to get back to the land of Dunkin' Donuts, you know? Yeah, you got to get back to Dunks, to dispensaries across the street. Tea, dude. To having the ocean right outside. To just like, yeah. the vibe, man. The vibe. The vibe. It's immaculate. The vibe. I I miss Boston so much. I miss it every day. Move back. I know. I've talked to so many people recently who have been like, why do you live here? And I'm like... <laughs> Um, it's a really good question. There are reasons. <laughs> but like Well, the thing is like you love your job. I do. I really stand my job hoard. And, and I like, also have was... like so many great friends here now. Right. Right, you do. I feel like you've really since since you say it, just say moved it. out. Since you moved out oh. of your old apartment, <laughs> yes. since you separated from Steven, mm-hmm. I feel like you have made like a a lot a bigger community there. Yeah. I mean, I had all these people before, but I'm definitely like putting more energy into it now, which is nice. It's like paying mm, off for sure. I, love like, that I for feel you. like it's like paying yeah. dividends. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe like this is one of those things where maybe Maryland will run its course at some point. For me, the same way that Austin did for you, it's just going to take longer because there's more tying me here. But there's a lot more tying you there. Yeah. But. It's funny, like, how many people recently, because I've been meeting a lot of new people recently, not just at Volo, Mm -hmm. just in general, but also a lot at Volo. Mm -hmm. And so many people will meet me, and, like, at some point, if I mention that I lived in Boston, they'll be like, oh, did you like it? And I'll say, yes, I miss it every day, which is always my answer. And they're always like, well, why don't you move back? (laughs) And I'm like, you say that like it's really obvious and easy. Like, it's it's not that easy. <laughs> but, no. But it is funny, like, how many people have brought it up. Ugh. Boston's yeah, a great I don't place. know. It's, it's really weird, like, imagining what my life will be now in Boston. Because I mm, feel like it will be so different from what it was yeah. before I moved here. And I think that's why I'm struggling to, like admit that I'm gonna move back because I like can't You're scared <laughs> yeah scared Potter <laughs> scared Potter yeah you bitch wish. <laughs> you wish yeah bitch that that was actually the original line and then they, <laughs> and they were like we can't make Harry say that he's gonna sound like a wimp we gotta change it <laughs> <laughs> yeah bitch Imagine him saying that to Draco Malfoy, though. That'd be iconic. It would be iconic. Then I'd kiss him on the lips. Oh my anyway, God. that's Make neither out. here. Listen, my fan fiction is neither here nor there. This is Wait, about I you. Also, I also saw something on the internet about how they're making more Harry Potter movies. Did you hear about that? Not with the not with our friends. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, with our friends. No. Hold on. What? Hold with, on. With Daniel on. and Emma and Rupert? Yeah. It could have been a no. rumor. That sounds fake. I don't believe that. I don't believe it for a second. Damn. They would have told me, Jen. They would have texted me. That's true. Your besties would have. <laughs> We're best friends. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. 
Oh, Roy. They're going to do a movie of it, and our three friends are going to be back. Our friends. Our friends. Our best friends. I can't believe they didn't text me to tell me that they're booked and busy. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they've been ghosting you, Haley. Oh, God. They're they're on set. (laughs) They signed an NDA. They did. They obviously signed an NDA. I don't know what's wrong with me. I totally forgot Um, about that. It's been so long. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the Austin Diaries update. Um, I loved it here. It's, I mean, and I still live here. Like, it's only May. It's only March. Like, I've got six more months before I even leave, which I think is also weird to, like, be planning this far out. Do you think it's definitely going to be six more months? We don't need to share this with the listeners, but I'm curious. Like, what is the timing looking like? I don't know. So, like, my lease is up in November here. Mm. And... Mm -hmm. So you'd like Tasha's, to be back before that? Yeah. Okay. Tasha's wedding is the first weekend of September in Dallas. Oh. Which obviously is convenient for me to be here for. And then I'm going to Disney for Darren's birthday at some point in September. I think the weekend after. And then October's ACL. So I'm thinking like ACL is like the last hurrah for me. That would be And then I leave nice. after that. Yeah. But also how frantic would it be packing while you also are going to ACL. Would that be stressful? I don't know. I'd probably, like, be It would be stressful no matter what, I guess. Yeah. I, well, I like, yeah. the other thing is I'm going to have to sell all my shit. I'm not, I'm not bringing any of this yeah. stuff back with me. Yeah, I'm going to sell my... All my... Everything. Everything's going. Wow. Fire sale. Everything must go. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm selling my... Yeah. So that makes sense. So, so that shouldn't be too that's difficult what I'm thinking. then. So then I'm thinking like, you know, early November feels good. Yeah. Because then I'm home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be ideal. That would be really yeah. ideal. Yeah. Interesting. What if you get a job that wants you to move back sooner? Would you? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. So interesting. I am hopefully getting a job offer this week. I'm manifesting <laughs> a job offer this week. From the Boston Company? Yeah. Oh my god. We're manifesting a job offer this week. I Did you ever heard, hear from them again? No. Okay, well that's fine because they're just getting the offer ready. Well, I also think that they probably were affected by the SVB shit. Oh, were they? Um, I'm assuming because they're an asset management company, so I'm sure shit's fucked for them. Dude, so shit's fucked I'm everywhere. Kinda, <laughs> I know. So I'm kind of assuming that they're gonna get their shit together. Um, but I, so I didn't even, I was going to email them on Friday and be like, mm-hmm. what's up? But then I was like, Ooh, they're busy. So I'm going to email yeah. them tomorrow and be like, that's Hey, gonna, yeah. just checking in. Like, I yeah. hope everything's okay. Start the week off strong. Um, yeah. I think that's right. Wise. And then go from there. And I think that they want me to meet with the hiring manager one more time. So hopefully I can do that this week if he has time. And How then. Exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I think that the last three interviews I had went really well, so. Yeah. But they know that, like, I don't live there right now. Right. And we'll be moving back. And so, like, you know, I have plans to be in, in the north a few times, like, between now and when I move back. So, like, if they want me ex- to extend when I'm there, whatever, you know, so. Mm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, your Austin days are numbered. Um, but I'm glad that it's really weird. It is, but I am glad that I'm coming back again before you go. Yeah, I know. I keep I keep telling you. I know. I'm like everyone has to come visit me one more time before I leave. 
But that would be a lot. That would be a lot. Yeah, I don't know if everybody has to visit you again, but I do, and I am. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Yes. Because honestly, like, honestly, Jen, this might be my last time ever going to Texas. So. That's fair. (laughs) That's so fair. That's so fair, dude. The only reason I ever went was because you were there. (laughs) And honestly, I've seen what I needed to see. I saw, I did what I wanted to do. Once I send you off in your dirty thirty party mm-hmm. and style, I've yep. I've done my duty <laughs> to the state of Texas. <laughs> to the state of Texas. <laughs> Signing off. Yeah, I know. I have to make a. I've started to make like a a bucket list of like things that I want to oh, do before good. I leave. We love a bucket yeah. list. Yeah, That's a good idea. Um, and like, so or I don't know if I told you this, but Or is moving to Denver in the summer. Oh. Wait, I didn't know that. It's so funny because when I told her I was thinking about leaving, she was like, cool, because I'm also thinking about leaving. Wait, why is she going to Denver? Like, what happened? They They just just wanted to move to Denver, yeah. That's sick. I love that. Yeah, so she's going to Denver. My friend, I know, my friend Peyton, whose dog I was watching this weekend, she's moving to Arizona. My friend Jake, I think he's moving to Florida. So, like, People are moving. Like, so Jimmy and Grant, Austin, hello. I know. We kind of. I'm like, come to. Bo- I'm like, come to Boston. They're like, we're in New no. York at the very least. Still, they're like, no, we don't like snow. They're both southern. Um, Boo hiss. I know. Maryland that's what I'm didn't saying. even snow here this year. Ridiculous. Ugh. Yeah, tragic trash. for you. <laughs> but no, but I, I do feel like Austin's just like a very transient city. Like it's a yeah. it's a temporary place. People yeah. don't really stay here for very long. Yeah. Like Orr was here for I think like six years. My friend Chris oh my friend Chrissy's moving back to Boston. Um she was here for five years. It's just like a wow. place that people come for a bit and then leave, you know? And I feel yeah. like I am a part of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I too came Saw, conquered, now I'm going home. Got the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so. Wow. That's the update. Friendships a- were formed that I will have forever. Friendships were formed that I will not have forever. And yeah. both are valid. And both are great. Wow. Speaking yeah, of friendships, um, we also yeah. are going to have a little break. Yeah. From talking about friendships. Season three is Ding. done. Yeah. Was it short? A little. Yes. Short and sweet. But was it delicious? For sure. Absolutely. Everything short and sweet is. Yeah, exactly. It was like we a were here for a good time, not a long time. Morsel. Yes. Exactly. Season three. <laughs> here for a good time, not a long not time. Not a long time. Exactly. Exactly. What can we say other than you're welcome? And also, we're busy. And also, thank you for listening. We're busy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And also, thank you for listening. Yeah. No, we we've, love I you. Mean, we've loved, we love this podcast, this great podcast. We have so much fun doing it. Um, it's the best. But we are going to take another break. Yes. Because we, we also have other things that we love that we need to do. Mm-hmm. So, Like our friendships. Yeah. But I hope you guys understand and also hope you keep listening to the old episodes if you haven't heard them or even if you mm-hmm. have. Because yeah, they're fun to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And continue um, to share with your friends and fam. Yeah. Tell them about us and continue to write in um, if you have friendship questions yeah. or situations. 
Um, if we're not recording, for... we'll probably just answer. So you might just get our <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> also that. Fun. Continue to, yeah, so email us, nofilterfriendship at gmail.com, anything. And mm-hmm. if we're not recording it, we're going to just email you back. Yeah. And that's cool. We're still here to help. Like, we still love you guys. We still want to help out. We're just not going to be recording right now. Um, you can also find us on socials as always. Uh, we're at mm-hmm. No Filter Friends with a Z at the end on Instagram and Twitter. And we're at No Filter Friendship on TikTok. I actually have a really great TikTok idea that I want to film. Um, Ooh. So... We're we're still the, we're still out here. Yeah, we're still around. We're we still out in here. these streets. You know, we out here. We exactly. out here. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening as always. Three. As always, and if you haven't already, rate, review, and subscribe, or yeah, follow us. That would also be great if you could do that too. Um, splendid. <laughs> Splend, splendid. Ooh, splendid. Stunning. Stunning. Ooh, stunning. <laughs> That was such a moment. Wow. Um, (laughs) All right. And uh, with that, bye, friends. Bye, friends. (laughs) How do you end it? I don't know. (laughs)